0: of today, Adar, so that year was Shabbos, like every Wednesday, a little bit of a longer Hayim Also, it was Shabbos and Varchim. Um, and it tells us, of course, the Minhagim of Shabbos and Varchim, that as it does every Hayim every that is Shabbos and Varchim. That number one, we say the whole Tehillim early in the morning, and number two, that it's a day of our bringing. So, Paten tells us what the Aftayer of that Shabbos was. Possibly the long aim of today's aim yoyim, again, even though today was not, is not Shabbos and v'archim, um, it's a sikh of the Rebbe Shab, which maybe is like a mini-fabrangian for that week. So that week was Parshas Shemini, again, we're already Wednesday of Parshas Tazriah, but that week was, that year, it was the Shabbos of Parshas Shemini. Parshas Shemini, one of the central topics that take place, one of the central episodes of Parshas Shemini, as we learned last week in Chumash, is the sons of Agerin dying not even a going into the Kodesh HaKadoshim without being commanded to, bringing a Keteras, and they, and they passed away. So the Rebbe HaShab discusses uh, this whole concept of the sons of Aaron passing away. Why do they pass away? How do they pass away? And what the lesson for us is. We discussed it actually last week at Parsha class when we learned it. And the Rebbe Shab actually focuses mainly not on the Pasuk of Parshas Shmini, listen closely, not on the Pasuk of Parshas Shmini where it actually happens, but in a few Parshas later, Parshas Achri Mois, which is where, as the Torah opens off, Achri Mois Shnei Aaron, after the two sons of Aaron passed away, Hashem told Moshe a few commandments regarding that, connected to that. So it's the beginning of Parshas Achri Mois, which is again going to be the parsha in a few weeks after Pesach, so let's look at the opening two psukim of that parsha. Reber Shabb analyzes the words of the psukim and shows us the, uh, another hidden meaning within these words, which actually tell us precisely how to live. Let's first see the simple psukim. Hashem spoke to Moshe after the two sons of Aaron died. When they came close to Hashem, and they died. So after that took place, which again we learned about actually in Parshashmini. Shemini. So, three parts later, Tazriyah Metzerah, Achrimois. So now Hashem addresses Moshe reg- to tell Aaron regarding that. Pasuk base. Hashem says to Moshe, Dabir al Aaron, Achichal, speak to Aaron your brother. He should not come at any time he wants to the Kaidash, meaning the Kaidash Akadashim. Mebesa Perechas, inside of the Perechas, which was separating between the Kaidash and the Kaidash Akadashim. El Pineha Kapires, Asher al Ha'arain, to face, to in front of the kapiras, the covering over the Arain. He should not go there. That he should not die. only with the unknown with a cloud, because I'm sorry. Because with the cloud, I will be seen. I will be revealed. Um, on the cover of the arin. In other words, Hashem is telling Moshe to tell Arin he should not walk into the Kadesh Kiddusham anytime he wants. Happens to be the next pesukim tell us when Arin Hashem's commandments to Moshe tell Arin when he should come into the Kadesh Kodshim, which we all know is. Yom Kippur. and Parshas Achimayis actually has the first long parak of Achimayis has all the details of the Avoida of Yom Kippurim in the Kohen Hakadoshim done by the Kohen Gadol. The basis of Mesachas Yuma. Yuma, very good. The basis of Mesachas Yuma is all from these this parak parak the beginning of Parshas Achimayis. Again, it will be the parsha soon after Pesach. But <clears throat> the obvious point here is that Hashem is telling Moshe to tell Aaron all these instructions after the two sons of Aaron died, obviously means there's a direct connection. So the, the connection, Rashi tells us right away, it's like a mushal. If somebody gets sick and he dies, so the doctor will warn the other people, don't do what that guy did because that got him sick and he died. So Aaron's sons died from going into the Keshach Hashem, so Hashem is telling Moshe, tell Aaron not to go into the Kodesh Kodashim without permission. Only on Yom Kippur, right? So that's, one second, so that's, that's the, uh, the, the obvious connection between Hashem telling Moshe to tell Aaron not to go into the Kodesh Kodashim. This took place after, after the two sons of Aaron died because that's why they died. True. So the Rebbe HaShab, we, we know when we spoke about this last week in partial class, that uh, the sons of Aaron died because they wanted to come too close to Hashem, which is a great thing. It's a tremendous thing. It's a really special thing, that they're ready to give up their physical, bodily pleasures and, uh, and the life as they know it, to give it up for the unknown, to give it up, to give up their life, to be able to say, I want a different type of life, that even though I'm not, I don't know it, and I don't know anything about it, but this is what's better for me. It's a tremendous thing. It's actually self-sacrifice. So what's wrong? What well, we discussed in partial class last week, what's wrong is Hashem never said to. Hashem said not to, Exactly. Because as special as what you decide is, it's your decision. And yes, only of course, after they when they what? Only after they yeah, but there were the kodesh and the kodesh kedushin, the separation was before. Shem is is is, uh, is, um, is emphasizing here that it should not be done only on Yom Kippur, right? And so it, they, didn't they did know. They did know. They uh, the 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 connection over here that Hashem is telling Aaron, Moshe to tell Aaron not to go into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, obviously must be holding that message it must be containing that message not to do what you want to do. Because again, it wasn't just that they walked into the Kadesh Kodesh The problem was that they walked into the Kadesh Kodesh because they wanted to. So in this Pasuk, the Rebbe Shav, we're not going to go through the whole Pasuk, the way the Rebbe Shav explains in today's lengthy Hayim But just one point out, the Rebbe Shav explains, says the key word, is the Al Yavoi, the Al, not. When you say to someone no, that's a very strong word. It's a very strong command. No. It means that you built up something and now the answer just shuts it down right away. No. And in order for you to be able to handle that, in order for you to be able to accept a no, it's coming from a place where you accept the authority of the person who says no. Because if I'm, if, if I'm being answered no, that means that there was a question. A question means that there was a lot of different components a different thought processes that went into re- this request or this question. Can I do this? Can I do that? That means that there's a whole background, that, that there's me and I want to go there, why I want to go there, what I'm trying to accomplish by going there. And the answer is no. So how does that one word shut down everything I built up? The answer is because I'm accepting the authority of the person who's saying no. So the no is actually a hint to the fact that the person saying no is greater than your request. The person saying no is coming with a higher authority than everything that's contained within your request and therefore that simple word no could shut it down. In other words, the concept of Kabbalah's al, the concept of taking and accepting Hashem's authority, because when we want to do something, and then Hashem comes and says no, that means that we understand, maybe not even understand, but we acknowledge that Hashem is greater than us, and therefore we're ready to listen and accept Hashem's decision, even if it goes against what we wanted to do. And that's really the key to what Moshe was telling Aaron and obviously all of us, what we could and need to learn from the story of Aaron's sons passing away and what we would need to do to correct our mistake is to be able to accept and know that a lot of times what we think and what we want makes a lot of sense to us and it's very desirable and it's very pleasurable and sometimes we could even justify that this is the right thing. But then when we're told no, it completely shuts everything down and we do exactly as we're told because we know that this no, obviously in that case, where we know that it's coming from Hashem, where it's coming from Hashem, where it's coming from our teachers, our, our, our parents, people who care for us and are looking out for the good for us, then we accept that their no is more powerful than everything that we built up in our own minds. The ability for Yah to give himself up to Hashem's desire, even if it goes against his own desires and even if it goes against his own intellect, his own uh, logic. It's a question to think about today with the word Hashem for 35 seconds. What can I do today to do what Hashem wants even if it might not be what I want?